welcome to another exciting podcast from Living Faith Church. It's our hope and prayer that today's message will bring you closer and deeper to the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now here is our lead pastor, Pastor Dean Hackett. This last week, I had several people ask me, how should Christians respond to the events that's going on in our nation over the last couple of weeks? And uh, I, I think one of the things that disturbs me is that so many Christians feel like they're losing hope. And, um, you know, it's really, really important that Christians not allow fear, worry, anxiety, or anger to grip their heart and dictate their actions. And this certainly isn't a time to give up on hope. So I was praying for you and for all of us. What do we do? And I feel like Father gave me um, four perspectives. You know, there's a reason Alexander Hamilton and James Madison emphasized the sinfulness of the human heart when they wrote the Federalist Papers. And I'm sure it's been many, many years since you've read the Federalist Papers. Maybe you've never read them. They were written specifically at the time that the Constitutional Convention was, was writing the Constitution of the United States that we have now. And they understood that the success of a constitutional republic, we are not, we were never meant to be a democracy. You hear that over and over and over. That's what France had that led to the guillotine. We're a constitutional republic, very different. But they understood that the success of a constitutional republic rested solely upon a populace and leaders who had a godly heart. And so the first perspective that we need to have as disciples of Jesus Christ is we're observing the consequences of a nation that has thrown God out of our education system, thrown God out of our judicial system. We've thrown God out of our government systems. We, we have thrown God out of everywhere. And because we have thrown God out, then sinful men and women with sinful passions, sinful motives, sinful objectives, they're doing the work. Thus we see what's going on in our streets. We see what's going on in our electoral process. We see what's going on in other places. Here's the second perspective. When God is removed from all arenas of a culture, when God is removed from all arenas of a culture, remember what he said in, in Romans chapter 1? When he said, because they refuse to retain God in their knowledge, what happened? 
Well, he gave them over to the passions of their flesh, right? He gave them over to foolishness. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. How else can you explain a culture that is wanting to say an individual with no womb and no ovaries, but they're female? Every woman should be laughing herself silly. But that's not the case. And, and here's the thing. When, when you've done that, there, there, there is no basis for moral values, moral judgment. There's no basis and there's no requirement for truth. Because God's been thrown out. Sciences, medicine, jurisprudence, no other disciplines on earth give you a basis for moral value and truth. It only comes from Almighty God and Christianity. Judeo-Christian values is what gives that. When that's thrown out, now there's no basis. And so there's no requirement for truth in your media. There's no requirement for truth in your education system. There's no requirement for truth in your sciences. There's no requirement for truth in your leadership, in your businesses. There's no requirement for truth. Here's the third perspective. God has not lost power and authority. God has not lost power and authority. You go, well, where is God in the midst of this? Right in the midst of it, just like you said. Well, but I don't see him. How come he's not doing something? Oh, he's at work. But you see, when, when the people broke covenant with Almighty God and threw God out of everything, then God says that there comes a point when he turns people over to their own devices and their own wishes. But that doesn't mean he stepped out. He always has a remnant. And God has brought you and me to this time and season. We were born and we live for such a time as this. And he has a purpose and a destiny for us in this time and in this season. And here's perspective number four. And obviously I could preach a sermon on each one of these, but we don't have time for that. We are disciples of Jesus Christ with kingdom, power, and authority. And he has called us to this time and season to be the salt and light at this time. He wants us to use the kingdom power and authority that we have at this time and at this season to bring his salt and in his light. Listen, so that we influence the culture, we're not influenced by the culture. This is not a time for the church to become like the culture. 
It is the time for the church to influence the culture. We're supposed to be the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of this world. That is why we need to have exactly what John Adams said. Our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate for the government of any other. That's why we're struggling right now. People say, but they're wanting to replace our constitution. Well, of course they are. Because the constitution is based upon the word of God. But look at this. Hebrews chapter 12. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Therefore, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Don't get entangled with the culture. Throw off that stuff and let us run with perseverance. We have got to learn to persevere. Over and over and over in the book of Revelation, it talks about persevering. It talks about being patient. Run the race marked out for us. The next verse. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Why? Why keep our eyes fixed on Jesus? Here's why. Consider him who endured such opposition of sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That's the word God gave me for you. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? This will be online. If you need to hear it again, go back, listen to it again. Because this is what we need to be doing as believers right now. Man, I have had every kind of video sent to me you can imagine. I go, really? Would you get in the word instead of in the videos? Okay, I'm sorry. That probably offended somebody right there. Well, I guess I'm not really sorry. Folks, listen to me. If we don't get our eyes on Jesus right now, we're going to mess this whole thing up. We've got to get our eyes on Jesus. And we've got, to, we've got to keep hope and faith in our heart. And that has everything to do with my message right now. We are so blessed that you join us online today. For more resources on how you can grow your relationship with Jesus Christ, visit us online at www.winacity.com. If you would like to speak with someone about your relationship with Jesus Christ or would like prayer, you can contact us at 541-567-4486 or email us at info at winacity.com.